We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello. some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause Krista knows blank. This is the Krista knows blank podcast, and I'm so excited today because my guest is Jody Sweeten from Full House, and she's gonna be talking about. Well, we'll get to that. Hi guys, thanks for listening. Please take a second to like follow and subscribe to this podcast however you're watching or listening there's going to be a little button just push that button that says like follow or subscribe because if you don't push that button how rude hi i'm kristen key i'm the host of this crazy mess you can find me through my website kristenkey.com there you can follow me on all my social media join my patreon i have bonus content i have a monthly game night it's worth it i'm also on cameo so if you want to give a unique gift i write personalized songs for everybody that get a cameo from me now Oh, my guest this week. You probably remember her because she was Stephanie Tanner on Full House. She also has a hilarious and irreverent parenting podcast called Never Thought I'd Say This. Hey, computer lady, play that interview with Jody Sweeten. Playing interview with Jody Sweeten. All right, Jody, thank you so much for coming on today. Absolutely. I'm so excited to talk to you because I grew up on Full House and uh, I loved you on the show. I loved getting to work with you on SDSC. I don't know how you got involved with those wahoos. Um, how did you, I, you know, get involved it, with those wahoos? It, you know, it's a really, it's a, it's a, it's a pandemic uh, story. You know, it's one of those things where uh, I literally met Steve Hoff's met in quotes, Steve Hofstetter uh, on the internet, like through posts and through things. And like, he and I started communicating and we became like really good friends. We would, I like, we had each other's phone. We'd text, how's it going? What the fuck? The world's falling apart, you know, all that kind of stuff. And he was like, you know, would you ever want to come on uh, this podcast that, or this, you know, live show that I do is really fun. It's a bunch of comedians. And I was like, eh, what the hell? I'll give it a whirl. And now I am, I'm now I'm Wednesday, Steve. I take over for him on Wednesdays. Oh, that's what I was like, you're a staple. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. you're a signature I, It was like, I was there once and I guess uh, there was lots of requests for me to come back. And uh, I just really perfect the art of making fun of Ben Glebe and it works, it's great. It's it never gets workout. old, it's so fun. It never it's does, so fun. it never does. And I just did his, um, your late show tonight Yeah. thing. I just was a guest on that too, and uh, may hopefully be doing one of my own in the future, so. Oh, I hope so. I was, yeah, I was like, I, I guess, you know, I didn't know much about you until I saw you on SDSC, and it was like, so impressive to see how you you have chop, comedy chops. You know, you're on a show with <laughs> Wait, all comedians you. and comedian guests, and you know, you can really get swallowed up in that show, and no, no, you just came out swinging, and yeah. I, I did, I mean, that's sort of my personality anyway, so I was like, oh, this is great. It's just like a, you know, Comet Green Room, we're all just riffing on each other and whatever. But, you know, I grew up around stand up comedians, Bob and Dave, and they had yeah. so many friends who were stand up comedians and good friends with Jeff Ro Jeffrey Ross. Like, you know, I've just been around that so much. Um, I just absorbed it. Like, I remember being a kid and kind of absorbing all the stuff going on around me. And, you know, Bob Saget always gave me a really fabulous con uh, compliment and said at five years old, he said, I had some, some of the best comedic timing he'd ever seen uh, at five years old. He said, and it's never, it's only gotten better. So that means a lot to me because I, you know, I respect him as a comedian. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And then yeah. it's one of those comedy, I think uh, write, comedy writing can be taught, 
but the natural fundamentals of comedy, the timing, you know, what you mm -hmm. what you bring. Yeah, it's absolutely just something that you're born with or you're not. Yeah, yeah, you got it. You got it. And we've all seen those comics where we're like, ooh, you're, mm. you're trying so hard. You make you're it trying. if you make it look hard, you're not doing it right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's supposed to look so, easy. Yeah. It's supposed to look like you're just up there bullshitting and whatever. Yeah. So it's been fun though. I mean, during this whole quarantine, um, I really got connected with the SDSC crew with Ben and Chris Bowers and Steve, um, Rachel. Like I've done a lot of Rachel. sort of this kind of stuff too, where I'm like, oh, like a guest that was on the show, I wound up doing their podcast. I did uh, Mike Kaplan's pod podcast. Um, yeah, it's been really fun. And for me, it's been a great exercise in comedy and in and in like being in that world uh and holding my own so it, it definitely was a it was kind of a confidence booster over this quarantine it was the one thing that I laughed at and that I had fun with um amidst some really ugly dark you know yeah. times in this past year I had fun and so yeah I've, I've actually been really grateful for that it's been a great time it's been so much fun to watch and I guess that leads me to like so you're a childhood sitcom star. You love comedy. You're very funny. I ask all my guests to choose a topic for us to talk about that you're super knowledgeable about. But with all that at your disposal, you chose serial killers. <laughs> I, okay. I'm, I, it's, yeah. Like serial killers, paranormal, all of that stuff. Like, I love it. Yeah. I, it's fascinating. It's amazing. Oh my God. My it favorite makes you murder. more fascinating that that's what your topic was. Uh, yeah, I am like I was the kid at eight years old at the library checking out all the books on like serial killers, Amityville, um, haunted houses, like, you know, all of that. I just have a stack of books and I bring home like all of this stuff about some really dark subjects. So uh, I've always been that kid that right. was like interested in the weird and the dark and the, you know, I think and my favorite murder. Oh, my God. My like one of my favorite podcasts, uh, great podcast, uh, Georgia yeah. and Karen are amazing. Um, yeah. So that's sort of my, I, I give me a documentary about some really gruesome murders and I am just so goddamn happy. Like Ooh, I will so sit and have watch you, that. Have you watched, uh, have watched and seen and listened to the Dr. Death stuff that's going on right now? No. What is that? Dr. Death is this wonderful <gasps> podcast that turned into a, um, it's a show it's on Peacock. So now I have Peacock. Okay. I know. Um, I, I, yeah, I have yeah. I wasn't gonna to get like, it. I was what? like, I'm holding out. Not gonna do it. If I have to, and then right. they always they they lure us. They're like, but do you want to watch this doctor that kills <laughs> people? I'm like, do right. I? Yeah, do I so, ever? Right. This doctor death. There was, I guess, this one is is the one that's famous right now. Um, he was a neurosurgeon that was either just such a bad surgeon that he just kept maiming patients and killing. Oh, patients. I remember this guy. I heard right. about him, and it was like, it what he was a neurosurgeon, but he was like shouldn't have been or something or right. he like i don't remember how if he was like faking it or something like there was something we never know we were not and it's the same one there was a doctor death uh earlier in in europe uh harold shipman who i uh -huh. did a little shallow dive for this podcast but i like so yeah, yeah. as well but he also had um it's hard to tell whether they were just inept as a physician or if they really or got off on killing people that's the i mean i that's the thing right it's and that for me like i look at it people are like oh my god they're doctors and i'm like dude it's the ultimate power which is what serial killers are all about or killing people in general is all about right it's a power dynamic it's oh all i should about ask have you ever killed anybody that's an important question i 
Uh, I won't tell anybody. Ju- Nobody no. listens to this podcast. It's okay. <laughs> no, no, I have, I have not. Thankfully, uh, I survived through my twenties and many. Are, are stupid... we Catholic or is it no? Just we're not. But I just figure I'm gonna throw it in there. I'm gonna do whatever. <laughs> fucking sage some shit because I made it through my twenties uh, without killing anyone or myself, and that is that's a fair. fucking accomplishment. That's fair. Yeah. That's very. Sorry, fair. Can I say yeah. the f word on this? I don't. Absolutely. Wanna... Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that was that was quite an accomplishment. So uh, no, I have not killed anyone. Although I did think one time when I was about eighteen, I backed my car up like really quickly in a parking lot. I don't know why. I think the that Biggie Smalls Puff Daddy video had just come out where they're driving backwards. I don't know what I was thinking, but uh, I I was trying to quickly exit an awkward moment at a Seven Eleven with my friend where this dude was hitting on us and like followed us out to the car. And I reversed really quick. Sure, and, it's 7-Eleven. Everybody right, looks good at 7-Eleven. <laughs> I am 18 in college. It's 7-Eleven at like fucking 1130 on a Friday night. It's wild, right? <laughs> so I back up and I hit one of those yellow poles. Sure. But I, t- I was like, oh my God, did I just hit somebody? Like I thought like I nailed somebody for sure. Right. And so I like pull out the driveway really quick. My friend looks back. She's like, I'm pretty sure it was a pole. I'm like, great. Okay, we're <laughs> It was a pole. It was a pole. I had to go back and check. It was a fucking pole. Swear to God, it was not like a hit and run thing. Uh, I didn't accidentally kill someone. And if anyone says comes out and says otherwise, you're lying. No, now we have uh, proof. It's on this podcast. You said straight up, it was a pole. Yes, it was a pole. That was it. There was yellow paint on on the back of my thing. You know, unless I hit someone dressed Big in a bird. Big Bird costume. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I think we're okay. If you um, were going to kill somebody, do you have, like, I know I watch a lot of serial killer shit. So if, if you were going to kill somebody, do you have a plan with what you would do if you just found yourself, like, with a body on hand? And, like, like what would you do? I always, I think, always really, the, 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 the key is to get it, you want to get away with this, get it the fuck away from your house and your property. Like, don't bury it in your backyard that's That's not yeah no and i get but i get like where like serial killers are like look at my garden you know what i mean and like (laughs) i want to visit them i want to pet their bodies dahmer did that dahmer liked uh he was uh what i just read necrophiliac yeah and he said it was because he liked to possess them entirely he wanted to have all of them and like to consume them to you know i believe uh i believe army hammer said the same thing um <laughs> Have you heard about that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think he said the same thing. Um, but uh, <laughs> is that a white claw? Is that what you're using? No, no. This fucking podcast. It's my, it's my hop tea. Who will not? He who will not uh, give me an influencer pack? But I keep drinking them on air anyway. It's, what is uh, it? It's tea with hops in it, so it vaguely oh, so tastes like... like an IPA, and I don't drink. So oh, I don't drink some, either. Yeah, it's so, something but I, can I like have. that flavor sometimes. Yeah, I just want yeah, I want okay, to be able to have stuff. Out. I don't drink sugar either very you know, so it's like I want to be able to drink something that has something in it because I don't drink alcohol and so that's it's right. like oh I can have that. Yeah. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Um well I would say but I, the key is getting it away from the property. I also feel like you gotta put you gotta get it in pieces. You gotta yeah. get it in yeah. pieces. And, and you really have, I mean, you've got to separate those pieces. Like this is going to be, it's going to be like a 10 day cross country fucking trip, burying body parts. You know what I'm saying? In places way the hell out there that you you don't know, make sure you take an old car so it doesn't have GPS tracking. 
uh, leave your phone at home um, so that it can ping somewhere else. Put them in coolers Use... so they don't stink. Like, like you yeah. Know, well, like I mean, leftovers. you get well. Uh, ideally, you can get like a refrigerated van or perhaps some dry ice. Um, but you've <laughs> got to do that ahead of time so that it doesn't look, you know, suspicious. Like, oh, I always rent a refrigerated truck. So it's not like suddenly I'm renting one. Like you got to plan this ahead of time. That's right. the thing. If you want to get away with it, I feel like that really involves a lot of steps and making sure You almost sure need to be an ice cream man for normal. like, yeah, for like a summer. Like if you're an ice cream yeah, man for exactly. summer and it's like, why were you an ice cream man that summer? You're like, no, no reason. Right, you're just like, I mean, because I needed the work. Uh, so anyway, you got to drive state to state, bury body parts out in far off places. Um, and then, you know, make sure you uh, remove fingertips for identification. I'm feeling like you got to take teeth out too. Um, I'm feeling like anyway, I might that's... should not have asked you this question. This was, this was a very <laughs> Look, you said if you had, I'm only going off what I've seen other serial sure, killers do. Sure, sure. No, that's all like and, that's right, and my and my copious notes. No, I, um, yeah. Don't mind the maps in the background. Um, and you got to use paper maps. Like, don't be fucking googling shit. You know what I mean? Like, right. you got to go analog. This is not the time to be, you know, Google searching and Yelp reviewing fucking places that you go. No, they check your browser history and that stuff come back. Like, do you watch Dateline? Yeah. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah they, okay. it's always the browser history. I mean, you got to kind of be part hacker, part ice cream man, part psychopath, part really good planner. You know what I mean? So it, there's a lot to cover, really. Wow. So as a parent, I feel like you have a lot of this. You're a good planner. You know how to read a map, seen some ice cream I, trucks. You can do this. I can't. Yeah. Well, you know, should I ever find myself in this position? I think uh, I, I think I might have a plan. That's another question. If you did find, like all the serial killers that I read about, they really do work alone. They don't have accomplices uh, often if they're no, doing, no, they never who, have accomplices. No. So would you Should ever be, have right. someone to be like, will you help me bury this Absolutely or, or not. chop up this? Absolutely not. Okay. No, because they're going to be the first person to, to blow your cover. You can't, uh, if you're going to commit to it, you've got to be a loner. And I would, I I would, would say start Start, you would totally blow me. I would totally. I'm so sorry. I mean, that was secrets. I mean, I would. I would say I was going to help you. I'd be like, yes, Jody, I'm in. Let's do right. this cross country body delivering. You know, and right. then as soon as we got them, like, I told the cops. I don't want to. We're in trouble. I told them. Oh, yeah, shoot. I did. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the old saying: three can keep a secret if two are dead. So. Ooh. It really. <laughs> have you never heard that saying? No, but I'm going to oh, yeah. say that creepily yeah. to someone soon. Three, three can keep a secret if two are dead. I guess you could also, you know, go down to two can keep a secret if one is dead. But three sounds a little more uh, like you've got really yeah. something going on. Yeah. More imposing. You have two more bodies to dispose of now. <sighs> it's just that's what happens. You know, they keep piling up. Like you get you start with one and now you're like, fuck, now I got to get these guys because now they know. And so then I really think that's how it piles up. You're like, I started with one. Now I got 17. <laughs> I, I mean, fuck. Well, that's another question. Most the, the circulars I was looked at, it's not just like, you know, four or five. They try, they go as, as many as they can. They really do kill until they get caught. It's, I mean, it's interesting to watch sort of the succession, like watching, I watched the, uh, the Night Stalker documentary, mm -hmm. which was fascinating. And then I also went down to the Hotel Cecil in downtown. That's a whole other story. The really super haunted one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so like watching that and watching the Night Stalker and also watching um, the 
was the California, the, the guy that was, it was, I don't think it was BTK, but it was the one, he was like an ex-cop and all this stuff. And he went and like murdered people really horrifically. Um, it's interesting to watch them like start, it's like one and then like maybe a month later, another. And then you can see this like progression of them needing to re like feel that again. It's And, and the, it just becomes more. I mean, I think it's a power thing. I think, it, you know, most serial killers are highly narcissistic and that brain, like how does that brain work? You know what I mean? It's so not so atypical. It's that's fascinating to me. Yeah. Like what separates uh, a killer from a regular human being that thinks like, oh, I'm going to kill you. And like, but I'm not. I'm, right. Yeah. And it's, you know, and then you look back, it's usually some sort of history of trauma or some, you know, all kinds of stuff, not excusing the behavior, but finding out some really interesting stuff about how that kind of perpetuates. So for me, it's like a mental health thing. It's a fascination with I don't know, surviving something horrific. Uh, they say women like true crime and murder stories and stuff because it, they are so often the targets. Right. That watching it somehow empowers you to feel like, now I know. Now I know when I'm in a parking garage, I have my keys out and my mace. Now I know when I have, like, which sucks. It, well, that we have, that, that, that's the thing. But unfortunately, that is, that is what it is. But I think it's interesting that, that they found that that's why women tend to be drawn to true crime. True crime. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've, uh, all the male comics I work with always tease me and any female comics because we're always watching SVU. What are you watching? Oh SVU. SVU is on. Right. Yeah. Always on. It's like, how can you watch it and go to sleep? I was like, it makes me feel safe. Right. Yeah. You're like, it, yeah, right. Because I think it, it taps into that like survivalist thing. Yeah where you're like, oh, I know what the worst possible outcome could be. Like, I know now how dark it could be. So I'm going to be okay. Cause that, that right. that's, I've seen it. You know what I mean? Somehow it, it's like a weird thing in your brain where you feel more in control of it, I think. Why aren't there more female serial killers? Can, um, we, can we do this? Can we just be like, calling all women, start killing more people? Cause it's, it's like killing, killing the numbers are low. And I think it tends to be, uh, sort of part of the the profile of of killers um and usually white men in their 20s to 30s oh, right yeah. i mean it's kind of always the problem um but <laughs> everywhere in everything um but they have trouble with their feelings they have trouble processing feelings is it maybe because women do. are better with their feelings and so it's like i'm, I'm gonna kill you or you I know think, what i'm gonna cry about it and feel better and guess what now i don't need to kill you anymore i i think it tends to be that women are more empathetic. We have more, uh, you know, nurturing, like that sort of, and, and it, whether that's nature or whether that's sort of the determined societal box that we're supposed to fit in, I think women tend to be more caretakers. And I think that is why it's, uh, it's so different. But I mean, look at Eileen, uh, Eileen, uh, oh my God. Wernos. yes. Yeah, Wernos. Yeah, she fucking... She went for it. Wow. That but was, again, oh, Charlize Theron was so good. Oh, wow. But again, like like watching documentaries and reading about her and stuff, like such a history of oh. immense trauma, yeah. sexual trauma, all of that. And she was just like, I'm gonna kill all these motherfuckers. Yeah. And like, I you was know, rooting as a for her. I'm like, as a yeah, woman, you're kind of like, yeah. I mean, it's really terrible to kill people, but I kind of fucking I. Give her a pass. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. She was nice about it. She was right. real honest. She tried. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it. I think that tends to be the thing is that it's just not as, and I think it's, 
like it or not, harder for, you know, women to overpower. Sure. You know, men, but there are, oh my God, a gigantic hawk just flew into my fucking backyard. Do you have any dogs Sorry. or cats back there? I have a giant dog. Okay. Well, that would be so, awful yeah. if the hawk picked up but that But I'm dog. like, oh my, like it just like swooped down over my pool. I'm like, holy shit. Uh, anyway. It's not an omen, I don't think. <laughs> right? Now it's just sitting on my fence staring at me. Oh my God. If and it starts saying spitting. like, if it starts saying nevermore, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. Goddamn Raven. Um, I actually fall asleep to that. I play, I play the Raven and Edgar Allan Poe poetry sometimes to fall asleep. So okay. Okay. That's a little extra dark. I forgot what I was talking about. I apologize. I talk a lot. Um, boy, I got lost in your hawk. Yeah. Oh, female right? serial killers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We were talking about that. Um, you know, like it or not, it's sort of hard to overpower right. people. So you'd kind of have to target other women and that I don't know. Oh, that's not cool. Don't do that. That's not cool. Right. Killers. No. But I, but I see there are like nurses and things like that that are often talked about that we don't consider serial killers because it's maybe not as brutal or whatever. But there is a fair amount of history of women in healthcare, nurses, home care people, stuff like that, continually killing off their elderly patients. That was what you know? uh, the Harold Shipman, the other doctor death in yeah. Europe, that's what he did. All of his patients were elderly, but they happened to be in perfect health until he found them. And then he would, of course, falsify their death certificates to say, like, you know, they had this. But right. once he was, he had been executed and they found out that he had killed over 250 people. <gasps> oh, it's fascinating. Wow. I mean, go down the doctor death rabbit hole. Every, and there's like, now there's Ooh. a doctor death podcast that is now in season two. And okay. season one is great. Christopher Dunch, the neurosurgeon. Season two was this oncologist that just kept diagnosing everybody with cancer and giving them chemo. And then like, <gasps> and I not mean, eating it. Yeah. So, well, I always wonder too, like stuff like that. I'm like, is it for the money? You know what I mean? Like, do they and get power. Hit, like empower? It's yeah. It's such a fucking, it's a weird power trip. And that's, I think, what I don't get about serial killers, which is why I'm fascinated by it. Like, what is that desperate need to be so powerful? You know, most right. of them, like, it's, there's, like, this weird God complex, you know? I mean, Ted Bundy was a perfect example. Richard Ramirez, perfect example of sort of that weird God complex. Yeah. I am larger than life and can... I, I am so powerful that I can take or give life. You know what I mean? Right. It's crazy. It is. But fascinating. But fascinating to me. It is. It is. I mean, it is. Because it's just, it, I don't know, you wonder what makes their brain different than my brain. Or is right? my brain like, like that? I, Could I become right? that? What like, if, what separates us? Well, and I think also sometimes, like, for me, like, I'm like, oh, let me look at the background. Let me look. I'm like, oh, my God, this person had horrific trauma or this and that. And then I'm like, wait. Do I feel, do I feel sorry for them? Is that, I can't do that. They killed like, but there's right. this weird like confrontation of, oh my God, this brain was formed by so much horrific trauma and you know, all of this stuff. And then of course you're going to get a really fucked up outcome. Um, well, you've got people that also had horrific trauma that turn it into amazing positivity that become like, you know, life exactly. coaches and shit, you know? And that's the thing is like that personality of, that psychopathy, uh, you know, and complete lack of empathy and all of that stuff. It's just, it's fascinating to me. And it's weird. Cause like, you know, people will be like, oh yeah, my son, you know, was like skidding rabbits or like doing weird shit. And you're like, yeah, that's 
kind of, that's a warning sign for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Don't do that. That's Mm -hmm. a red flag. Okay. Well, it is, it's, it's, uh, it is clear that you are, you are very adept at serial killers, but I cannot let you leave the podcast without asking you five quick questions. It's time for five quick questions. All you have to do is tell me, is this the title of a Dateline episode or the title of a Goosebumps book? Oh, I used to love the Goosebumps book. I like read all of them, but it's been a while and uh, my brain probably has holes in it by now. Oh my God. I can't wait. Okay. 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 Here we go. Question one. Piano lessons can be murder. Dateline. That was Goosebumps. Oh my God. Right out the bat. Yeah, that was a Goosebumps book. Piano lessons can be murder. Okay, so far you are 0 and 1. Number two. The mystery on Blood Mountain. Dateline or Goosebumps? Now see, that sounds like Goosebumps, but I feel like that might be a trick and it's actually a Dateline. Oh God, this is, I'm a, you know what, I'm gonna say Dateline again. That is Dateline, that is correct. Yes! That is a Dateline's episode. Yes. Excellent, you're doing so well, one and one. Okay, okay. It sounded, that sounded like a, like something that a producer was like, ooh, you guys have got an idea. Right, all right. Number three, the beast from the east. Goosebumps. That is a goosebumps. That is a goosebumps. All I right. think I remember reading that one. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's it's weird. I never know if you're gonna be into Dateline or Goosebumps, but since you're into both, I yeah. Into both. So yeah. yeah. Uh, number four. Number four. The secret of the Snake River. Dateline or Goosebumps. Secret of the Snake River. Uh, I feel. I feel like that's a, I feel like that's a Goosebumps. That's a Dateline. That was a Dateline. Ah. <laughs> I almost said Dateline too, and then I was like, no, I did not. See, it's so hard. It makes it so fun for me because I'm always rooting against you for some reason. I'm like, I, yes, well, I know. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I won. I mean, I didn't win anything, but you suck. Yeah, no, I'm terrible at trivia games too. If I, I always lose full house trivia games because I'm terrible at it. So that's oh my God. amazing part. That's hilarious. Uh, okay, this is it. This is for all the marbles. You're two and two. This is oh to put God. you over the top. Number five. Oh my God. Okay. It came from beneath the sink. Dateline or Goosebumps? Goosebumps. That was a Goosebumps. Yes! All right, one. well done. One, one, one. Yourself. Oh my God. Well done, well done. You have, you've chit-chatted with me about your love of serial killers. You have played my five quick questions. Now it's my favorite part of every episode, and that's where we play a Rad Lib together. And now it's time for Rad Libs. So here's what happened. I've written a story, and I've left out some parts of speech. If you give me those parts of speech together, we're going to make a hilarious story. Are you ready to play Rad Libs? I am ready to play. Yes! Okay, I need a body part. Pinky toe. Yes. Yes. Not like I'm grading you. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I need a verb. Shimmy. Shimmy. Oh my god, yes. I'm trying to th- I'm trying to go abstract and really weird because I know that that's always the best thing to do with a with a rad lib is like pick something obscure cuz it's going to get fucking weird. Anything having to do with true crime and shimmying is like Your instincts are correct. <laughs> yeah. Just a little ch- 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 a liquid the dead body right oh, a liquid yeah. hand sanitizer yes that is a liquid oh that fits really well there too uh, <laughs> a guilty pleasure 
Real Housewives of Atlanta. I don't yes. watch it, but I'm just gonna go with it because I know that that's it's that pretty. That is a guilty pleasure. Uh, an adjective. An adjective. Green. Excellent. That's an something. adjective. Animal. Plural. Hedgehogs. Yes. Aww. I love hedgehogs. They're so cute. I do too. I follow um, Mr. Pokey on Instagram. He's very aww. cute. I heard the story about, uh, were they hedgehogs? I believe it was hedgehogs, uh, this hedgehog family, the mother had orphaned these baby hedgehogs and this, the, the hedgehogs found a hairbrush and thought it was their mother. And, yeah. And snuggled up to it? Yes, basically. They treated the hairbrush Aww. like their mother. Yeah. Um, a verb. Running. Run. Excellent. Uh, Run. Yeah. a plural noun. Uh, 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 um, trees. Uh, a relative. Cousin. Excellent. Yes, yes. A TV yes. star. A TV star? Mm-hmm. Matthew Perry. That's so funny. I feel like last week the guest said Matt LeBlanc for some reason. Oh. <laughs> I was just like, think of popular TV shows. I was like, yeah. That. It was either that or Jerry Seinfeld. So I <laughs> love it. Uh, we know what year it is in your brain. Um, yeah. Ooh, I, the yeah. title of a TV show. Title of a TV show? Mm-hmm. Um, Magnum P.I. Yeah. A city. Philadelphia. Okay, this is a tough one. I can't, I don't know, I'm not great at grammar, so I'm not sure which part of speech this is. I need a noun ending in ER. So basically a verb, but you add an ER and it becomes a noun. So. Like a. Like a like baker. A, or, like a painter? A like painter. a painter. Painter. Perfect. There's a specific word for that, and I'm trying to think of what it is. I it's feel like I need like now. a 10 or 11 year old to be like, um, it's a me, me, me. Right. And, I I'm, need one of those, you know, in, in uh, college, you get those stupid like books of how you have to format all of your stuff like, yes so a number 72 uh occupation podiatrist yes <laughs> that's a foot doctor right yep not a kid doctor that's a pediatrician pediatrician right podiatrist right, right. deals with feet what if it was a, a child doctor that just specialized on their feet be a pediatric podiatrist wow. i wish i knew that sounds really smart okay <laughs> <laughs> i need a noun a noun curtain. Yes. Are you just looking at stuff around your house now? Pretty fucking much. Yeah. <laughs> We're near the end. I need an article of clothing. Uh, sock. Adjective ending in er. Uh, cuter. Yes. Okay. Uh, an increment of time. Seventeen minutes. Oh yeah. Uh, a body part. Nostril. Yes. A phrase. How rude. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Best podcast ever. We have a story. We have a fantastic story. Jody Sweeten. And your story is just called uh, Profiling a Serial Killer. Oh, boy. I can't wait. To understand a killer, you must first get inside their pinky toe. (laughs) What drove them to murder? Did their mother not shimmy them enough? (laughs) Were they blacked out on hand sanitizer or addicted to Real Housewives of Atlanta? As a child, did they do green things to hedgehogs? <laughs> that sounds so horrible. I don't know what I don't know what that is, but it's bad. Hmm. Well, I've sat down with a few serial killers and asked them questions like, "How do you run at night?" or "Where did you bury those trees?" I'm always surprised by their answers. One man said he killed his cousin because they looked too much like Matthew Perry. They called him <laughs> the Magnum PI murderer. That is the most fabulous, nonsensical sentence ever. (laughs) The most famous murderer I ever interviewed was the Philadelphia painter. Oh, wow, that does sound scary. Ooh, I like that. 
He made headlines when he murdered 72 podiatrists. <laughs> he would stab his victims with a sharp curtain. <laughs> Must have folded it. <laughs> really tightly. He was cuter than most criminals. To avoid leaving evidence, he always wore a sock. It took the police 17 minutes to catch him. Every time I talk to a serial killer, I leave scratching my nostril, saying, How rude. <laughs> that is fabulous. That is the best rad lib ever. I love it. Oh my God. Well, I enjoyed it so much. Uh, Jody, before I let you go, tell everybody about your podcast and where they can find you and follow you and what you've got coming up. Absolutely. Uh, I have a parenting podcast, which is, it's really me and my best friend, Celia Behar. It's super inappropriate look at parenting. It's basically all the things that as parents you want to say, but you're kind of probably not supposed to say. Well, we say it. And it's called Never Thought I'd Say This. Uh, and we have fun guests. We've got all kinds of stuff on the show. Um, so you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Never Thought I'd Say This. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Jody Sweeten. And Facebook is at official Jody Sweeten, and I just posted my first TikTok today, which is oh. at Jody Sweeten. I'm now on TikTok. My daughter said she's gonna help me with it because I'm really fucking useless at it. So um, prepare for probably some embarrassing TikToks and follow me uh, on there at Jody Sweeten. I will. I absolutely am going to. Thank yes. you so much for doing this today. You're so welcome. This was a blast. It was really fun. Interview complete. Googling ice cream trucks trash bags and how to chop off fingertips okay okay i'm i'm officially afraid of computer lady um well thanks again jody sweeten for coming on so nice of you to do that and so fun to have you on guys thank you for listening to this podcast please like follow and subscribe to the kristen knows blank podcast find me online kristenkey.com follow me on all my social media join my patreon to support this and all my shows there's a monthly game night bonus content from this episode uh which is really awesome and um it's 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 worth it so each week i'm going to be bringing you a hilarious or fascinating person uh we chit chat we play five quick questions do a rad lib and then everybody goes home happy so until next time Bye. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello. some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause Kristen knows blank.